Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. At the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you. And I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Here we go. Last fall, when we were in Bermuda, we had already started planning for this coming, I guess, wintertime blah season, when my mother and brother were coming to visit because my brother Duke had a couple of speaking engagements, one in West Palm Beach and then one in Sarasota. And so we decided that in between those times, when we had a couple of weeks to kill, we would go on a cruise. Yeah, so we planned it all. We had it all arranged. My friend Lisa, who's a travel agent, had all of the details down, and it was all set, except mm, Bud got cancer. And that kind of put the kibosh on most everything. Of course, we all did it very, you know, non-grudgingly, of course, but the best part was is that it gave us two weeks, which we have never really had in between the speaking events, to do absolutely nothing. Because we were going to the hospital every day with Bud, we couldn't really plan any big events or even travel to other, I guess, cities around or parts of Florida because it kind of took longer than we had anticipated. And therefore, we decided that we would just have dinners and cook in a couple of times, watch movies, reminisce, look through old pictures, watch old home movies. And yet the day before they were to leave, even though we had had plenty of great time and had had so much fun, this was just one of those routine things where I was going to help mom get her hair washed and rolled up again and fixed. And I love to play beauty school dropout with my mother's hair. And so this was just something we do all the time. And it wasn't anything big deal. It wasn't like a special event or, you know, far less anything than a cruise or a vacation. But on that particular day, when I had put mom, so to speak, in the shower, the walk-in shower, she said, are you going to wash my hair? And I said, of course I will. And usually she would take her shower and then I would wash her hair at the sink on occasions like this. But that particular day, we have a little step-up ledge and I stood on it, got the shampoo out. And as my mom's back was to me and I was washing her hair. I don't know why it suddenly hit me, but I'm washing my mom's hair just a few times. I mean, you know, in the past 10 years, I have very often. But think how many times she washed mine. And that's what she said. She said, Deb, think how many times I washed your hair for the first 10 years of your life. I said, more like the first 15 years of my life. And she said, I always loved doing it. And I said, you know what, Mom, I love washing your hair, too. And suddenly the tears just came. I didn't let her see them. And I was choked up a little bit and told her I had water coming into my face if I started to crack in my voice a little bit. But it just hit me so poignantly and so unexpectedly that this was a pleasure for me that I know I won't have for much longer. Mom's 98. I mean, after all, 
so if she lives another 10 years, that's still not a lot of time left in the scope of things. And who knows, any of us could go faster and sooner than mom does. And so I just took personal delight that specific day. And I washed it extra clean. And I put on extra conditioner. And I dried her hair and her body a little more. I did her toenails and her fingernails. I rolled up her hair as we chatted about old times and all of the fashion trends of old. And then we just had some more time together before it was time for them to leave. And the first thing you know, time was up. And I don't know why that hit me this time as it never has before. I never tear up because, I mean, I've already got my tickets to come see them in May for mom's 98th birthday. But for some reason, that day was the day that really made me realize that we are only here for a certain amount of time, and then it's over. It's kind of like a Ferris wheel ride or a roller coaster ride where it seems like it starts out so slow and then it's just over before you know it and it's all so fast at the last part. And there's a great saying that I still think about a lot. It says, only one life will soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last. There's a scripture that says that your children and your grandchildren will remember you, and maybe down one more generation. Think about it. How many of us were really close to our great-grandparents? Not most of us. I only met one of my great-grandparents, and I only knew her from about the time I was 8 to 10 because she used to host university girls at the University of Missouri in her home there on the campus, actually, where she and my great-grandfather had lived. And I used to watch Grandmother Gray, as I called her, and all of the kids coming in and out. The teenagers at that time had the bobby socks, saddle Oxford shoes. And I just knew that that was a special lady to my grandmother, but I didn't really know her personally. And we see all these old family photos, and we think, oh, my children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren, I'm leaving such a legacy, but really, you'll be forgotten in a couple of generations. Maybe your pictures will still be around, and maybe some of your antiques, but that's it. There's only one of the Ten Commandments that adds a promise to it, and that's number five. It says, honor your mother and father that your days may be long. And I thought, you know, my mom and dad both had long days and long lives, and so did my grandmother and my great-grandmother. And each of them, from what I have been able to determine, honored their parents. That doesn't assure that if you die young that you were bad to your parents. That's not it at all. But I do know that I've always wanted to honor my parents ever since I was such a horrible teenager and dishonored them and disobeyed them so much. When I finally came around and when I finally turned my life over to Christ, I wanted to be more like Him. I wanted to love like Him, not only to my family, but to my friends and to my neighbors, and to all of those who are around me, and even to strangers. 
So as we approach this week, and as I think about, this is the first week, seems like for ages since my mom and brother have been gone. And as we're approaching the end of my husband's long treatments for cancer, it's like a brand new beginning. And this spring will be a new time for a new life. And I just pray the same for you, my friends. Some of you are going through such grievous hard times right now, especially our neighbor that I talked about last week. But I do know that every spring, when the grass is greener and the plants start to renew and the robins and the birds and everything seems fresh, and we do our spring cleaning, isn't it time to also renew and refresh in our own lives, our own vows, our own thoughts, our own faith? I want mine to be renewed. I still want to grow more and more and more like him and closer to him so that I can be used to bless others. Oh, my friend, if you've never trusted Christ as your Savior, oh, let me tell you, you'll just regret that you didn't do it years before. What have you got to lose? I know you have a whole lot to gain, and if you think, well, I hate religion, and I hate the way people do, and I hate, you can hate all of that, but you have to love him, the one that loved you so much. He gave his life for you that you might not only have eternal life, but life abundantly as long as you are here. Won't you ask him to forgive you of all of your past sins and the way you used to live, and then ask him to be Lord of your heart, of your life, of your family, and of your future, for all of eternity and for now. I'm Dr. Pepper, shaking the salt. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.